Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Go ahead, get that turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 164 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Much love and respect to everybody out there who listened to the mini pod that was up earlier this week. Got it out there for y'all on a Monday morning. Put that battery in y'all back. If you need some more motivation, go back and listen to it. I'll have more mini pods coming. Uh, your way to kind of bridge that gap between uh, episodes hopefully y'all like that if y'all like it let me know go ahead shoot me an email or hit me up on instagram follow me on instagram too at uh do rags and boat shoes um, make sure y'all follow that page and then uh, like it on facebook uh, like i said last week uh, i started uh putting out some sponsored ads and i've been getting a lot of uh, you know people starting to follow the page and things of that source and interacting with the post that i put up uh, but some of them folks, they look kind of funny in the light. Like I said, I'm keeping an eye on some of these folks, but I, I still been, you know, speaking truth to power and keeping it 100 on that page. And I haven't seen anybody come through, you know, talking greasy at all. Um, let's see what else uh, is going on. Not too much. Uh, pretty much working on some uh, interviews for y'all coming up and then still working on some merchandise and let's see what else i think that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it i got going on um so let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer damn jam screen so there was a little bit of a preview i talked about in the mini pod and i was going to talk about this r kelly situation real quick real swiftly so uh late last week uh usa today ran a story and said that r kelly's friend who posted his hundred thousand dollar bond wants her money back but the judge says no so r kelly appeared in court on tuesday of last week for a hearing on the state sex crime charges against him he also got some federal charges against him uh valencia love who put up the hundred thousand in february uh so kelly could be bailed out in the cook county case against him she will not get her money back uh judge flood ruled uh according to the ap associated press so uh judge flood said love (laughs) signed a bond slip uh which explicitly warned that she could lose that money even if kelly met the conditions of his bond because a judge might order the money be used to pay his attorney fees court costs fines and other expenses i remember when i bonded my uh bailed my brother out of jail it was like i don't know it was like 500 bucks or some shit like that so i bonded him out and then they they took some money out for uh court fees and all this other shit man i was hot about that i thought i was gonna get my whole five my five uh benjis back but i did not so i know how she feel but the woman also said um that r kelly paid her back that them hundred racks and i i didn't know that she actually um helped him pay his back child support too when he paid her back for that so she's a close close family friend so she wanted to get that money out to help him 
uh, with lawyer fees, I guess, for his federal case. But they're holding it for the state cases or whatever, holding that money for attorney fees and uh, court costs and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I thought the woman was just shit out of luck, but it said in this article that she actually got her money back. Kells paid her back. Uh, once he bonded out uh, for them 100 racks and shit like that so I don't know what kind of relationship they got I know they said that she owns multiple businesses out there in Chicago or something like that but this woman is caked up to be you know paying this man's back child support loaning the money like that and then loaning them you know 100 racks to get up out of jail that is some wild shit I need some better friends in my life but at the same time I don't want to be in a situation where my bail is $100,000, let alone $100. I do not like being in the belly of the beast. It stank. You got on somebody else's drawers and, you know, you got on a jumpsuit that somebody else in ward might even died in or some shit like that or got their ass whooped in and it's just bad vibes. And I don't know if y'all know this, but there's always a stigma, you know, whatever you, whenever you get locked up, as soon as you get out, you know, you, 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 you leaving in the same clothes you got locked up in, you know what I'm saying? You throw all that shit away because it's just bad cheating. And you, I don't care if it's some some of the flyest kicks you ever wore. You throw all that shit away. Get that bad chi off of you or you sage it. But I ain't even try saging it. I always throw that shit away if I get arrested. But it has been, it's been years, been almost a decade since I got bumped up. So, Lord willing, I don't ever get bumped up again, right? All right, so um let's see what else is going on on that good old summer damn jam screen let me pull up my notes here i'm a little unorganized uh, because i came straight from work uh let's talk about this uh whole trump's impeachment inquiry we're gonna talk about this real quick real short the summer jam screen is gonna be short because i really want to get to selling hope like dope and you know debunking some of these goofy ass arguments that um a lot of uh bigoted people like to use a lot of cows and sws like to use um but trump's impeachment inquiry so the so the democrats up there on capitol hill they uh you know started the inquiry for impeachment against uh, the cheeto in chief um this is just because this is the only reason that this is happening is because we're creeping up on election year right so people are becoming more politically mature especially uh black americans and i'm very proud of the uh foundational black americans the ados crowd whatever you want to call us black americans uh, i'm so proud of y'all for just getting on that same page and actually putting these politicians to the fire like yo what are you going to do specifically for black people then they start talking about the minorities and y'all cut them off i've seen so many videos where people are asking specifically for a black agenda and these people are just stammering and clamoring just what minorities and it's like no what are you going to do specifically for black folks you can name every other specific group lgbtqia you can name hispanics you can name um let's see who else can you name uh bernie sanders even talked about and he was tweeting about poor white americans about how they need health care and need better jobs and shit like that but you are stammering and clamoring and playing dumb like well what does reparations look like and blah 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 but you got a whole last um you got a whole last solution for raising the minimum wage and shit like that you know and they can speak specifically 
about other groups but when it comes to black americans in particular it's always minorities and who is a minority and i say this every fucking time it's everybody in america who is not a straight white male you know how fucking silly that is it's fucking goofy and um the brother dr claude anderson the elder the wise one uh somebody i really look up to been saying since the since i don't know what was it the since the 80s since since 70s since he was working under jimmy carter and then he uh came then he got into the private sector he's been screaming this for decades that black folks need to pull out the whole minority coalition meaning we need to be our own group of people because so many groups come in use us as a stepping stone and reap all the benefits of you know legislation that was written specifically for black folks but then it gets befuddled and uh, you know muddied up the waters get muddied up and then all of a sudden you're looking at like oh shit everybody else is thriving here except for us you know what i'm saying and i remember a tweet a brother put it out back in probably about 2014 i think it's still in my favorites on my regular um twitter page and it was saying that um he was saying that black privilege all black privilege is is helping other groups you know get to the mountaintop and then being left alone to deal with your problems yourself that's it that's what black privilege is and that that was just spot on that was spot on but um so like i said i'm just proud of the the black americans for actually you know just being on point and actually saying what are you going to do for our group because it's just time to stop you know eight years we had obama and that motherfucker didn't do a damn thing for us and there was prominent black folks like i said in that book that colorblind racism book uh they he talked about in a small section and, and i said this before uh he was talking about how black donors like super donors like mega donors who donated hundreds of thousands of dollars maybe even millions to uh like super packs and um they were talking about a black agenda and what he needs to do and he he was at a, some kind of luncheon with all the donors and he was just talking about what he gonna do for americans like you know how fucked up that is he just took took them black folks money and just skated off you know what i'm saying but anyways so with this whole impeachment thing uh the democrats people on the left on the right everywhere in between have been saying that the democrats look fucking weak heading into this election and they do they look like fucking punks you know what i'm saying uh just you know y'all took control you know it was like oh yeah we're gonna flip these seats and you know turn it blue and blah 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 and all this other shit and y'all ain't did a goddamn thing excuse me for burping ain't did a goddamn thing you know they talking about all this change and all this other shit and ain't a damn thing happening and then pelosi announces this inquiry for impeachment and it's just like this man got what one year left maybe if that you know what i'm saying it's just it's like okay all right he's going to make it the four years i don't care how much people are tweeting about it and your favorite blue checks out here like oh yeah dems are getting it done no no this man is going to survive another year because he just he does so much crazy shit and the dems are so scared to actually challenge this man i don't know why i don't know why it's just a bully you look a bully right in their face and you let them know what time it is 
but they're just doing this because we're creeping up on elections uh election season and they just they just look fucking weak that's all it is this is a just a symbolic gesture that's exactly what this is that's all it is so don't get hyped until this shit actually goes to to in front of a judge and until it goes actually until until a high court picks up the impeachment trial when it actually is not an inquiry and it's actually the trial starts that's when i'll be impressed and i'm you know that that's pretty much all i gotta say about that just don't fall for symbolic gestures and uh for my black folks you know who are staying on code and putting these politicians putting your foot on these politicians next continue to do it um please read dr claude anderson's book powernomics um just because he got the whole agenda for black americans in there uh it's an amazing book i have it sitting right by my nightstand with a whole bunch of highlighted portions and i think in a old episode of durags and boat shoes like going back to the double digit episode so maybe about two three years ago um i i talked about those um those different um uh bullet points of the agenda that he had um so let's see what else we got up on this summer jam screen summer damn jam screen um bob Iger and disney it came out a couple days ago well just yesterday uh that they were attempting to purchase twitter now you know how crazy that is now they already got a streaming service they already own marvel they own already own abc and what is that espn also and this i don't know how this isn't becoming a monopoly because they are basically um purchasing like pop culture like popular culture like they're just that's just weird to me but the thing with twitter was they wanted to uh basically uh they said it was going to be a compelling way to reach consumers and i'm just thinking i'm like oh they was going to control everything on your twitter feed that's what they were going to do they was going to control your whole damn feed that's what that was you know what i'm saying Uh, every sponsored ad would probably be a disney product and it was just like well how would they deal with their competitors like uh you got nbc um let's see dc comics um who else uh fox like how would they combat that you know it would probably they probably would change that uh algorithm where you would see fewer and fewer of those tweets even if you were subscribed to that um so i just i don't see how um they're not trying to create a monopoly like even though it's not just one business but it's just like all of like popular culture they're really just turning into just this huge conglomerate which is crazy because i always thought it was going to be google or apple first but disney really want to be skynet out here but the thing with twitter is bob Iger was saying that it was just too nasty uh i think he didn't want to deal with the problem of the uh white supremacists on there um the 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 posting of sexual videos just so much because there's sometimes where you have y'all ever seen somebody like retweet like a nasty ass like sex video on your shit then you click on the the um the actual twitter uh page or profile uh who who originally posted the video then all of a sudden you go into this wormhole and you're like i didn't even know this part of twitter fucking existed and you just feel dirty it's like worse than you know going to like page 300 and something on Pornhub. 
you know what i'm saying it's one of those things where you just like where the fuck did i go to and this and wow like what what is this like this person is really out here shitting on somebody's toes like it's just you just come to some point and you just like what is my life and why did i watch this 30 second video like god please forgive me just please watch over my soul you know once it leaves this planet because i didn't mean to click on that <laughs> it's just a situation though where i know people who invested in twitter are probably just kind of kicking themselves you know kicking themselves just like yo fucking disney could have bought us out and you know what if jack you know would have did his due diligence and probably you know got rid of a lot of those white supremacists on twitter the majority of them instead of hobnobbing with them uh you know he could have you know could have rolled off in the sunset with a big ass bag of money but then could you imagine a disney owned twitter you know what i'm saying uh disney already racist as fuck i don't care what you say if you look at fucking uh mickey and minnie mouse them, them black ass bodies i ain't never seen a black ass mouse that looks like that and them white gloves that is nothing but a fucking sambo that's all that is them big ass puffy white gloves and that black ass skin and the, and the light colored face like that is just nothing but that that man we know how racist fucking walt disney was i mean you go look at dumbo and them fucking racist ass crows and shit like that so it i don't know it's one of those things where it's just i'm glad that they didn't buy it out because it would have turned into just the whole i don't know it would have been a whole thing i know most of my accounts would have been suspended just like the do rags and boat shoes uh twitter page was suspended for a while like i could look at i could look at my feed but i couldn't post shit i guess i guess y'all call that twitter gel or some shit but i it, it was like that for a, about good three four months or some shit like that probably about three months where i could just look at my uh feed and shit like that and it, but it wouldn't let me post tweets at all i would get some kind of error message then i would email them about it and then it was like this count has been suspended but then all of a sudden just what was it last month i could tweet from it or some shit like that so i could only imagine what would happen if you know you had fucking mickey mouse and donald duck running a fucking twitter page but anyways i'm gonna leave it to my nigga hove he's still looking funny in the light with this whole nfl deal he needs to be more transparent uh, my wife said i need to change this uh this sound bite but i'm gonna keep it going until something worse happens because i ain't making money off the podcast yet so hove talk to these people don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope i left you two dollars back by the step so grab it and get out all right so in selling hope like dope you know what i said in the mini pod or the mini dose of dab it at work of do rags and boat shoes uh, i was going to talk about the same tired arguments that i see online and uh, a lot of black folks get to engaging with them uh in uh with these uh, white supremacist trolls these collaborators of white supremacy uh those trolls those cow trolls um so i just really wanted to uh break down some game to y'all so um the omaha world herald 
posted an article talking about this Saturday, the 28th, will be the 100-year anniversary of the lynching of Will Brown. And this was a brother who got killed because a white woman lied on him and said that he assaulted her. And uh, before he could actually get a fair shake, um, you know, about 10,000 white folks stormed the, uh, the, um, the jail or at the courthouse i believe yeah the no they stormed the jail first then they drug him to the courthouse and they were almost about to lynch the mayor because the mayor wasn't gonna let them people get to him but they started fucking the mayor up this angry mob and uh police was in on it uh some police joined the mob crowd don't let them fool you and so they and then they basically beat him maimed him hung him burn him you know the sick shit that they normally do and so there so this is you know this is 100 year anniversary of the red summer when there was race riots going all going on all across america and some people say that you know that red summer was just the culmination of the you know 300 years of you know black folks uh, arriving enslaved and just not taking it no more and then now we're in 2019 and black folks are waking up and starting to hold the government accountable for the wrongs that they've been doing to black folks for centuries right so anyways we're going to talk about these tired arguments so you look at this article in the omaha world herald is up on their facebook page and i'll i'll, I'll post the, the link to the actual article and all the comments and stuff like that and uh it's just the same tired arguments but i don't want black folks to uh engage in time wasting tactics okay so what is a time wasting tactic you know it's a strategy meant for the target to waste time and feel as if something was accomplished when in reality it was not so let me give you an example so american descendants of slaves deserve reparations right it's a given it's a fact right even the um un even said that they even did a study on it right so suspected white supremacists and collaborators of white supremacy you know they'll chime in and say something like the irish were slaves too so say it's like a reparations article that's being posted or somebody made a twitter thread on you know why reparations should happen not just for slavery but for like redlining um for you know the gi bill leaving out so many black men and then uh you know just everything unfair uh loan practices from major banks you know so people couldn't get in on the um you know on the whole uh you know the so-called middle class building when that shit was happening and things like that giving out these these loans with this very 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 low interest rates and shit like that and then the school to prison pipeline the crime bill and so on and so on so somebody makes a thread like that but then here comes a, a cal or sws you know they chime in and say the irish were slaves too so we all should get reparations not just blacks so they just all lives matter all lives matter rep fucking reparations right so this is just false let me tell you why so the irish were indentured servants you know they were in servitude for a period of time then after that time was up they were given what was called freedom dues which was land weapons and seed for crops and some of them even got money and a lot of indentured servants they actually rose to be elite landowners and established people did not like that and that's why slavery became the industry leader here 
that's basically what happened it was too many indentured servants they would do their five seven years whatever it was and after that they get a whole bunch of land they get a whole bunch of seeds and uh they would cultivate that land and they would rise up in the ranks in uh in the social order of american society and then you know a lot of the the elites here didn't like that shit so they was just like okay we're gonna have to start you know using more free african labor that's basically what it boiled down to. So they did get their reparations. It was freedom dues. A lot of, um, let's see what else. An indentured servant actually had more rights than an enslaved African. Enslaved Africans were actually considered cattle back then. You know, but the person making that Irish deserves reparations argument knows, uh, you know, what I said is true. But the goal is to keep you going in circles with them so you won't actually do anything constructive with your time. And then you get the other people who comes up, come across with the my people didn't own slaves. Why should I fork over money to foundational black Americans for reparations? Um, really, it's like, did you have that same energy when the Japanese got reparations? Uh, when President Obama had the Jewish community or, uh, you know, get reparations or even to this day, Native Americans, they be getting, getting these huge, huge bailouts. Like, remember even what? what 20 episodes ago I don't know it might have been longer than that when I was talking about Obama's bailout plan and it had uh tens of millions of dollars for the so-called five civilized tribes you know I didn't think so you know people don't have that same energy you know what I'm saying this argument is meant to take you know white folks off the hook you know once we speak about reparations you know slavery drove the economy in the 18th century it built america's wealth through economic exploitation of free labor and not to mention the social capital the social capital that's been compounded even today if you practice anti-black racism there's a check in it for you no matter your fucking color but again they know that and it's just a waste of time to keep you from being productive and then they always want to talk about well what about black on black crime you know if you talk about a white cop killing a black man or killing a black woman it's always well what about black on black crime right so now they try to use the Chicago thing too that's also what about black on black crime and everybody knows now people black folks are trying to are not trying but they know that this argument is some bullshit because crime is intraracial meaning that most crimes are committed by people of the same race because it's proximity based and america is a very divided country and so again they know this and you can pull out all sorts of stats and facts out of your asshole and they'll then they'll result to name calling once you start hitting them with facts 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 that's why i don't argue with nobody on twitter at all like uh back in the day when i first started the do rags and bow shoes um twitter page i used to go hard on white supremacists and then just but then it just and then i was like this is not constructive i just end up getting called a nigger or a porch monkey or something like that and then it's just you know it's just a waste of my fucking time did i accomplish anything no because this white person already knew all these facts and shit they just wanted to waste my time and bullshit online you know what i'm saying wanted me to be their entertainment and then another one they love to pull out their ass is uh blacks are 13 percent of the population but commit over 50 percent of the crime you have to watch the language right blacks are convicted at a higher rate than whites which shows that we need reparations to hire better lawyers and to get our political clout up to get these judges about the pain so that pretty much just proves your point right there 
as far as for the case for reparations. And then you have to watch out for liberal suspected uh, white supremacist females who like to come in to these discussions or these comment sections and they'll start shitting on white men. Suspected white supremacist women love to act like they didn't have anything to do with establishing the system of racism, white supremacy. You know, their false claims of rape and assault have put many blacks into the grave. And the affirmative action argument is another one that they like to pull out their ass, uh, uh, white men love to do. But the Department of Labor will even tell you that white women benefited the most from affirmative action programs meant for so-called minorities, but a minority is anything that's not a straight white man. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't want y'all to get wrapped up when somebody just kicks out a blatant lie online. Just, you know, if you got time, go for it. But you really should be focusing on, you know, um, keeping your facts and um, calling out racist policies to politicians. That's where you really need to keep that energy for. Not on some fucking goofball who has a picture of an American eagle holding an AK-47 standing behind a flag, you know, and they have maybe three friends on Facebook or 11 followers on Twitter or some shit like that. And all, and you can look at their whole profile and just see all they want to do is be antagonistic. And you know, some of these folks are like that in person until they get hit, then they turn into victims. A lot of suspected white supremacists and cows, collaborators of white supremacy, are very antagonistic until they get hit in the face then they go into victim mode and then the laws come in and then you either get killed or you're arrested and they've done their fucking job so it's just like a small child who's running to their parents who keeps on poking a bear or something like that then all of a sudden shit gets real then they go and find their parent their parent shoots the bear not to call black folks bears but you know what i'm getting at with this analogy so do not waste your time online arguing with white trolls it just it's just a waste of time you might feel better afterwards but you could have felt a lot better if you was at a city council meeting or if you were at some kind of mayoral town hall you know trying to better your own community so that has been selling hope like damn dope and please do not fall for that irish argument please don't fall for it don't fall for it it's indentured servitude they were treated as humans it was like five to seven years of hard labor for free but that wasn't even free because they got land money guns seeds for crops for the to cultivate the land all right this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so moving on to holding this hell we have to this is a uh ideal story of you know all skin folk ain't kin folk uh dennis turner uh a florida police officer down there in orlando uh dennis turner he was uh, a former cop he was working as a school resource officer at um what is it the lucius and emma nixon academy which is a charter school and he was uh first he was suspended now he's fired uh, he arrested a six-year-old and an eight-year-old in two separate disciplinary incidents uh, last week. So last Thursday, uh, the grandma, Marilyn uh, Kirkland, received a call saying her uh, grand six-year-old granddaughter, Kaya, was uh, had kicked a staff member and was arrested and charged with battery. A six-year-old. And she they took her ass down 
to the juvenile detention center where they handcuffed her, fingerprinted her, and gave her a mug shot. Now you know how crazy that is for a six-year-old, a first grader? A six-year-old threw a temper tantrum and they charged her with battery. Now, they didn't say what happened with the, um, uh, let's see here, with the eight-year-old. They didn't say what, it, what that incident was. But this, uh, this Turner guy, um, he was, uh, he was actually, uh, back in 98, he was arrested for assaulting his, allegedly, I'm gonna say, assaulting his seven-year-old son after the, the boy came home with a bad report card. Uh, officials, they found welts and bruises on the boy's arms and chest, and, um, he was suspended actually from the department pending investigation and he denied the charge and he said don't let this stop you from disciplining your children he said in an interview uh with the sentinel my goodness this man has something against small children and here's a black man who seen this little black girl i guess you know throwing a temper tantrum and kicked a teacher and he was like you know what I'm gonna arrest your little ass and we gonna take you down to the detention center, the juvenile detention center where this child got fingerprinted and had a mug shot taken and was charged with battery. Six years old, only been on this planet six years, only did a full trot around the sun six times and you already in the system. So I believe the Orlando Police Department dropped everything, the charges. Uh, if I was the grandmama, you know, I would be suing the fuck out of the, the city of Orlando. The city, the school district, uh, you know, the police station, just suing every fucking body. You, could you imagine only being around the sun, only made your trot around the sun six times and your little black ass is in the system that is fucked up and and i and i speak about this uh so many times that a lot of these black officers they want to prove that they're a cow harder than white folks you know what i'm saying they want to let you know i am a collaborator of white supremacy i will do anything that you need to do you know as long as i'm you know behind this this blue wall you know and then when shit hits the fan then all of a sudden they throw on a kufi and a dashiki and then it's just like black lives matter it's like no motherfucker no and then they be screaming oh it's racism in the department and blah 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 but you wasn't doing that when you were slamming motherfuckers heads against the cop cars and calling them all kind of niggas and shit like that you know what i'm saying it's just you know this is a a, a case uh ideal case of all skin folk ain't kin folks so dennis turner i'm glad you got fired um for doing that to that baby dennis turner you have to hold this l get your mask you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes we have to give it to the sister from black omaha uh, ashley spivey uh you might hear you might have heard me talk about her um it was a couple years ago uh during the uh, women's march and i told y'all that my mama called me a coon for going to the women's march but i'm like how can i be a coon when it was uh, a bunch of black women there and one of the co uh uh sponsors or not co-sponsors but one of the event organizers was a black woman so 
it is what it is it wasn't like i was just out there marching with a bunch of white women but <laughs> anyways uh so that was ashley spivey so she uh is in a forbes.com article and it's talking about the title is facebook raises two billion for nonprofits. so meet the founder who launched hers as a facebook birthday fundraiser so she's the head of ib black girl and they do a lot of events for black women here in um in uh omaha and uh, they also do uh ib uh ibbg gives so ib black girl gives so they actually you know invest in different uh startups for black women too which is an amazing thing also and she was saying that um let me find the quote here um, here we go so um she said ib black girl started as an or organic safe space for black women to connect and recharge in late 2017 she says the first and only black woman in many spaces that i occupy i was feeling exhausted so i posted on my personal facebook page to see if any black women wanted to have brunch just something simple and cute well it turned into an event with over 80 women i then knew we could be on to something and so then she um she started up a fundraiser uh, a birthday fundraiser and um you know she wanted to uh reach a certain goal a monetary amount she actually reached it within uh three days and um she was just basically saying that uh she said my approach was to tell people that if they cared about me then i challenged them to engage in a community movement that's important not only to me but important and necessary in the larger omaha community i challenged my friends to give a minimum of ten dollars i shared it once a day and thanked everyone that gave personally within the fundraising platform and people that contributed and even those who couldn't still shared it on their platforms and encouraging uh, their networks to participate so that's how basically the nonprofit Ivy Black Girl started up. So it provides entrepreneurship and mentorship opportunities to black women and girls in Omaha. And um, they have a, uh, you know, like I said, they have the IBB Gives. It's a giving circle. And it's uh, and uh, one of the programs that they funded was called Peace of Mind. And that's a youth-led youth project that aims at creating a self-care space and retreat for young women of color who are graduating high school and entering college. Um, and she said that it, it was exciting to be able to invest in young people and their leadership, but also change the narrative that answers and solutions only reside with grown-ups. And that's dope right there. So it's, it's dope to see somebody in Omaha, from Black Omaha, to do something like this. And so the approach of IB Black Girl is uh, to grow through safe spaces for education and development, connect through mixers and organic relationships, and give through collective investments with IB Black Girl Gives. So, you know, it's a great, great thing that Ashley's doing. She does a lot of great stuff around the city. She's an amazing young woman, and I have nothing but love and respect for her, as you should, the listener, too. Um, so I might try to holler at her, see if she wants to come on and talk about you know uh ib uh black girl um see if she wants to talk about that and uh you know explain her platform give her a platform to explain it a little bit more i know it ain't forbes but it's black omaha and i'm down north to the core so we'll see if we can get her on here but i had like i said nothing but love and respect uh for her and i'm also post her website in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check that out and uh you also can donate too um to this uh ib black girl so go ahead and do that if you care about little black girls and black women in the city of omaha and not all heroes wear capes 
some of them put their money where their mouth is and make some things happen all right so moving on to our last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth i know this is a little bit of a quick episode but you got a a mini mini pod um earlier this week that was about what almost 20 minutes so it's, it's right on pace with the material that we have i usually try to have these shows right around an hour and uh what i talked about on that mini pod is what i wanted to talk about today so i just got another quote for y'all you know to put a battery in your back so you know i am working on being a better me being here for a long time and a good time um so because most of the men in my family have uh you know you know on my mama's side they've passed away um pretty early and on my daddy's side too um a lot of the men really don't live past like 70 and i think that's kind of true for a majority of black men out here so a lot of my uh ogs on my mama's side of the family they start you know kind of you know uh, passing away around you know that 65 to 70 age and things like that so i'm just trying to really work on myself you know and just try to take control of my health so i started um and then on my daddy's side my grandpa you know he passed away from a heart attack bringing in some groceries just boom just right on the front lawn you know just boom was out the game so that just kind of makes me a little bit worried and now that i got a seed on the way um you know i really want to try to be here for a long time uh for my little one that's coming and so I've been working out, you know, eating a lot better, you know, shedding the pounds and stuff like that. So I went to GNC. um, What was that? A couple days ago, I went to GNC and I bought uh, and I was looking at multivitamins and the guy, you know, you got the, you know, they always had him ripped, you know, motherfuckers, them dude bros who be working in there to have on the, the polo that's, you know, two sizes too small so they can really show off their physique and shit like that and show that you, if you use these supplements, you can be in the game like that, right? Uh, you can be looking like them. So the guy was, you know, helping me out because the multivitamins was just on sale for like $9.99. They're normally like uh, 20 bucks and it, I think it's for like a two month supply so like 60 caplets and so i was getting ready to pick that up but he was like you know what i really like is using these uh these multi-packs and so basically what it is it's like a multivitamin uh some fish oil um something like l argentine or something like that um and then there's um uh what what's the other one there was something uh some kind of something for um let me look it up real quick. Give me just a second. Let me see here if I can find it. All right, I got it pulled up. So it got the multivitamin in there. Then it got the fish oil. And then it has uh, something for like men's prostate health. It's called like salt palmetto. Um, it has that, a supplement for that. And then for that circulatory health, it has that L-arginine and L-sertraline. And then this shit has something for vitality and sexual health. It has an actual maca root pill in there. Now, I ain't never fucked with maca root a day in my life. So after dinner a couple nights ago, I, you know, I was just like, oh, let me just try these multivitamins or whatever. Man, that shit had me geeking. So I th- uh, after dinner, I ate the pack and then, you know, I uh, took the pack, swallowed the pills or whatever, the Vita pack, and I just had more energy than i've ever had in my life and then them goddamn maca root pill kicked in now i'm i'm about to be explicit now maca root i guess is for like sexual health and you know vitality and shit like that virility whatever you want to call it 
this Makarut had me out here like I was on like five Viagras and like a bunch of Cialis. I'm up here just like a brick, veins popping, everything. I'm just pitching a tent and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Just like it felt like all my blood flow just went straight downstairs. Like, it, <laughs> like I was uncomfortable sleeping that first night. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what is this? What is going on here? It was pretty much just morning wood off rip soon as I took that pack. So I'm just telling y'all now, like the second day that I took the pack, like the next morning or whatever, or 24 hours later, because I took it uh, later on in the evening, uh, it, it was fine. It was fine. I think my body is used to it now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still out here feeling like a damn 15 year old. So even if I'm scrolling like Instagram or something, and, you know, I see like a twerk video. It's just insty like, you know, some shit like that. So y'all be safe out there if y'all fucking with that maca root. And I believe women can take it, too, for their sexual health. Um, also, um, so. I don't have no problems in the bedroom like that, but I just thought that was just funny as fuck to tell y'all about that. That shit had, I, I'm telling you, that multi-pack had you feeling like a goddamn 15-year-old. You just feel like a straight-up horny teenager full of energy, just ready to fucking go. So I had to, you know, that, that, that next morning or from that first night, I had to come downstairs and hit them dumbbells pretty hard, you know, to try to, you know, balance myself out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, I'm damn near 40. I'm out here 35, feeling like I'm 15. But shout out to GNC. I get the vitamins really do work because I work a really physical job. I have to unload, you know, my whole um, my uh, cargo before I go out delivering and stuff like that, you know. And so I didn't man, I wasn't tired at all. You know, that first day I wasn't you know, I didn't feel like I had to take some time to, you know, sit down and take a break and recover and everything like that. So the packs really work. It really does work. Uh, it's like 50 bucks for uh, this is 45 bucks for a 30 day supply. But, you know, me being frugal. So I looked at the you know, I'm looking at all the um, the vitamins and stuff like that. So I'm going to just buy me, you know, like a Monday through Sunday uh, pill box or whatever. And then I'm going to buy each one of those uh, separately. You know what I'm saying? Just so I can build my own because $45 a month is a little bit steep. So you could basically get everything for probably about 150 bucks. And then that'll probably last you damn near the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like a three month supply. You see what I'm saying? For paying the same price. But anyway, so my fellas out there, if y'all looking for something dope, go ahead and check out that Vita Pack uh, for men's vitality and performance. Uh, and it, like I said, that Maka would have you with the Henny dick out there. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's go ahead and get started on this quote. Like I, I was just talking some shit. It's health over wealth. So I think y'all needed to hear a little funny story. But the uh, quote I'm going to give y'all comes from uh, Mary E. Pearson. And it says, sometimes there's not a better way. Sometimes there's only the hard way. So how many times have y'all had like my college students out there? You've had like an uh, assignment, a paper, like a, you know, seven to ten page paper you've been putting off uh, until the last fucking minute. And you keep trying to scheme and plot, trying to find online, you know, some uh, Cliff's notes or some something on the subject that you're writing about that you can just copy and paste and just go ahead and mix some words around and make it seem original. Or you had some project at home. I've been guilty of this myself. 
um, like I was shutting down the pool and I just kept putting it off, kept putting it off. But the more that I put it off and I kept on plotting and scheming, just like, well, you know, it'll, you know, I ain't got to close down the pool yet, you know. And then now leaves are starting to fall. So, man, I had to spend just right by me bullshitting and not doing it two weeks ago. And I just did it a few days ago. It would have saved me so much time. I just kept putting it off and just kept having a filter run and stuff like that. So I collected all these leaves and shit in my, um, you know, in the pump and everything like that. So I had to clear that out. And then I had to fish out all these leaves because I just kept putting it off. I just every morning I was just like, I'm going to just go to work. You know, I would just clean out the pool. But me just doing that, it made it tougher for me to close the pool because then I had to have all these chemicals in here. I had to put a whole bunch of algaecide, which kills, you know, any kind of um you know algae black algae green orange yellow algae you know that's basically when a piece of grass or something like that get in there or some leaves or something and you know your pool starts you know developing a little bit of algae or something like that you know mother nature kind of tries to take over your pool and so i had to put a bunch of that in there now and i was just scrubbing the bottom of the pool and if i would have just closed it a couple weeks ago I would have been fine. I, all I had to do was just, you know, drain the pool, throw like the um, the winterizing uh, chemicals in there and, um, you know, throw some uh, stain away. So the hard water stains will be on the side of my pool, cover it up, call it a goddamn day. But I kept putting it off. So leaves start falling in there. And then all of a sudden I had a little bit of algae and shit. And, and it just it took a whole process. Should have took a day and it took me like two days to close up the whole damn pool. So this quote just makes me think about how we need to stop bullshitting you know if you have something you know something the universe or god or whatever you call it keeps on talking to you you know that little voice in your head like you need to be doing this this and this and then all you do is sit on the couch and watch netflix or you just sleep all day you know what i'm saying on your day off and you know you need to be handling business there's no easy way you know sometimes it's only the hard way to do it so you really need to just fucking do it just do it like nike that's what it breaks down to and the brother les brown always says something that that sticks with me now um like he said it like i listened to a a speech he had probably last week and that's when he really put that battery in my back like yo you need to quit bullshitting with your life he said if you work hard life will be easy but if you do easy work your life will be hard and that is the truth have you ever just been out here grinding getting it you know getting this money and i'm i ain't talking about like that easy hand-to-hand -hand money or shit like that i'm talking about actually putting in overtime or working two jobs and shit like that and then you finally get paid and you're just like oh shit okay this is worth it you know what i'm saying you're able to pay all your bills you know what i'm saying and take care of home and you still got a nice chunk of change left that you can throw in your savings or you could blow it you know i'm not judging anybody out here um so that that's always a good feeling but if you work hard life will be easy but if you do easy work life will be hard so if you keep sitting up bullshitting sitting up on your ps4 or your xbox one or just you know streaming shows and just sitting up eating and not doing shit you're gonna be in the same spot that you were you know last year and you're gonna talk about this is my year but then soon as january you know 11th hit you back to doing the same bullshit so sometimes you just have to do the hard work 
to make life easy all right so like i say i have nothing but love and respect for all y'all out there and if you do need to take a mental health day i don't want y'all to take it like you got to be grinding seven days a week sometimes you do need to recharge your own batteries and there's been plenty of health health over wealth uh segments uh, i don't know why i made that plural but different uh many health over wealth segments where I told y'all to take some time out to for yourself and recharge your battery. All right. But um, you still you got to be on that grind. You got to make it happen. I'm not telling you to be out here. You only need to sleep four hours a day to work on your dream. Go to work for eight to ten hours and then come home and work on your dream every night for eight hours, you know, and then go to sleep for six hours or some shit like that. I'm not telling you to do all that. I'm not telling you to do anything crazy like that. But take at least one of your days off and really just focus towards your goals. Use that day to grind towards your goal and any extra time that you do have and you're up for it, go ahead and work towards your dream. So this has been episode 164 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Nothing but love and respect for all y'all out there. And I will catch y'all early next week with another mini dose of that work. All right, one.